You're listening to The Breakfast Show with Danuta and Lawson. It is 8.04 a.m. Mm-hmm. And Lawson, we actually said hello to folk in Wagga Wagga earlier this morning. Yes, we, we did. say hello to them again. And if anyone's listening from Wagga Wagga or been through there, would love you to text us and let us know what you love about Wagga, 0491 mm. And we've also got our quiz question. What's the next one, please? Absolutely. Our next quiz question, who named their wells? Essek, Sitna, and Rehoboth. Rehoboth. If you know the answer to that one, 0491-064-669. Who named their wells Essek, Sitna, and Rehoboth? It's exactly the kind of name. (laughs) I was just going to say, that's exactly what you would want to name your well if you had one in your backyard, wouldn't you? (laughs) If I have, you know, like a son and a daughter, son Essek, daughter Sitna, They'll, they'll love that. Oh, they won't be bullied or yeah, anything. Like, they'll have an easy hey. life. Because their names are so cool. So a lot of yeah. people will be like, whoa, who are these really cool people? You know, uh, one of the things I, <laughs> yeah, that's, you know, one of the things I do love in the, in the Bible, and you're saying that you would name your kids that, you know, mm-hmm. they're names that are sometimes, they're so hard to remember. And when we were actually were out west with my husband and, mm-hmm. you know, doing the church plant with the, the, the Aboriginal church plant in Brewarina, the children all had beautiful names, but they were all unusual. Mm. And it, I, I couldn't remember them. So I just went, okay, I'm going to learn one. And until I've got that mastered, then I'm going to the next one. And then I'm mm-hmm. going to the next one. But just beautiful names. And so, yeah, like, you know, if you called your, your child Sitna, somebody will go, now what's your child's name? And they'll ask you again and again and again. <laughs> it's, it's sit and then no. Like oh, Sitna, you know, you yes, can, you can say so. Well, I, I, as I shared yesterday, like my name, Lawson, is the same as the most popular convenience store in Japan. So whenever I meet Japanese <laughs> people, I'm like, the convenience store. Like that, that's, that's, that's who I am, the convenience store. And then they'll remember. They're like, oh, yeah, cool. And also you told me that sometimes people call you something else. And Shell also said that because she's... <laughs> got a certain surname, they call it the opposite as well. So people kind of catch on to those <laughs> yeah, things, don't they? Crime and they actually <laughs> do it the opposite and you kind of go, hey, what? Yeah. <laughs> What's up, Shell? I was just thinking about how even in the Bible they named things, named inanimate objects things. Our house is just full of everything's got a name. Mm. Our couch has a name. Our really? Our has a name. Everything's got a name. Lala wow. will be like, where is it? I'll be, I'll be like, it's over by Lawrence. Really? <laughs> true. I know. Well, I know that you name your cars. Yeah. Like, uh, for so example. A lot of people do that. Yeah. yeah. I've done that. And I've got a friend that used to have a, a, a chocolate car, chocolate colored car. So she called it Freddo. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my car's named Dorcas. Oh. Uh, because the Bible says that Dorcas is full of charitable works and good <laughs> deeds. And my car takes me everywhere to do everything I need to do. So it's full of the same thing. You know, when I'm doing charitable right, works and good deeds, you, you know, say, say, oh, if I pick someone up and, and take them somewhere, my car is then full of charitable works and good deeds. I like like So Shout go. out. Do- I could have called it Tabitha, so, but yeah. I thought Dorcas was funny. No, that's good. So what are your cars called, Shil? Um, Our little blue one is Miley. Mm-hmm. Ah. Because it gets good mileage. Oh. And it's an awesome. alto, so we, pick, we went through all of the, the names of it. Alto, Alto singers. singers. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. Like it. Yeah, and so that one worked out well. Our truck is um, named. Uh, oh my goodness! Now, now it's just no, totally gone come from on, me. Shell. It's uh, literally your child. Well, <laughs> no, While you're thinking of that name, I'll, I'll say. So I used to have a Pajero. Mm-hmm. So I called it PJ. You know, like ah. PJ for pajamas. 
Not that it was pyjamas, but I just thought PJ for short for pajera. Take the A out and PJ and take the rest of it off. Sure. So that's that. I'll just say to my husband, um, you know, can you can you find the you know can we take can PJ, we take PJ today? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bertha. 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 And my old car was Sadie Jane. It yeah. was in Austin, so yeah. Sadie Jane Austin. Yeah. Oh, oh cute. Oh, okay. It's a little bit of a mouthful, but you obviously really liked that. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that. that's, that's nice. Awesome. Well, it has some significance to it, some meaning. Absolutely. That hey, relates to, you know, originally. Yeah. Hey, look, yeah. if you've actually got any car and you've got a, given it a name, <laughs> we'd love to know some of your names and tell us what kind of car it is so that we kind of see the link and know the link between Yeah, that. absolutely. Hey, we've also got, sorry. Oh, I was just going to say again, well, those interesting names, Essex, Sitna and Rehoboth, was the names of the wells that someone in the Bible named them. So if you know That's the name it. of that person, who named the wells that hey zero four nine one zero six four six six that's right hey we've got some beautiful texts coming through suzanne's written here i love how god works i just committed proverbs seventeen twenty two to memory earlier this morning and then jennifer has it as part of her talk this morning so good that's so wonderful mm. to hear and of course you know jennifer was talking about laughter and she actually referred to uh proverbs um seventeen twenty two and um and so it's just beautiful to hear that uh that that uh Suzanne actually claimed that to mm. herself oh, and I think you know yeah. you you were talking about the fact how we like to have memorized verses, yep. and that's the one that so so that one says a joyful heart is good medicine, and a broken spirit dries up the bones mm. um which is fantastic hey there's another of couple of them do you want to read Wayne's yeah sure Wayne wrote Lawson brother it sounds like the dark ages are rising again just like the American Revolution and the French Revolution Daniel and Revelation have the answers and he also wrote look out uh world bad times are ahead but good things Jesus is but the good thing is that Jesus is coming soon uh and Look, the the civil government and religion, uh, it, it's which is actually a, a book by Ellen G. White. Uh, it's a good read for these times. Also, yeah, navigating the end times. I, I think there's some fantastic resources. Mm. Um, but there's there's one book by Ellen G. White. It's called, I believe, it's just called The End Times or Peace mm, in the is. End Times, something yeah, like this. Cool. That is just fantastic because it no, really it's the last days. The so last days. It's that's the last it. Days. Because it, it ultimately is just highlighting what we are going, what the Bible portrays is what's going to yeah. happen in the future. Yeah. And so, you know, as we see governments rising up and with religion as its purpose to be able to, you know, persecute people and, and bring them into its reign, mm. which we're, we're seeing in Pakistan at the moment, mm. um, that is going to become more and more prevalent. Mm-hmm. But I don't... I, you know, the name of that religion, the Bible makes pretty clear, is one that represents God himself. So mm. it will be in the name of Christianity. And what we're seeing right now is in these different aspects, the foundations being laid for that. So, mm. Wayne, thank you so much for texting in and giving, giving us some perspective of that. And, yeah, the unfortunate times that we have to look forward to. But ultimately, we, you know, we can take solace in Christ, in the work oh, that he has done. Big his protection, uh, and yeah, live with him, and, and he will bless us, and we'll be able to get through, I believe, wholeheartedly. Absolutely, absolutely. Have we got another text come through from Margie? She says, I owned a little cute ride on mower and called her Tessie. <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> cool. Why? I don't know, but the name just came to me out of the blue. I thought, Isn't that fantastic? When I 
first read this, I thought it said Tassie, uh-huh. like because it's small it, and it's cute, the- <laughs> just like Tasmania, you know, being small, the smallest, cutest state of Australia, I guess. I was yeah. like, oh, interesting. I bet, okay, Tessie. Hey, that's like, I had a dog. It lived till 17 years old. Wow. It was a, a blue cattle dog. Its name was Tess. And it was, it was our like childhood dog. I, I think it passed away when I would have been like 12 or 13, something like mm-hmm. that. And yeah, oh, just, just so, so cute. Shout out, shout out Tessie, who is uh-huh. resting in the grave. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, and Tessie, the little rhino mower. I wonder if it's resting in the grave at the moment yeah. too. I wonder if it's still going. <laughs> hey, you're listening to the breakfast show this morning and we are going to jump into Ephesians. We've been reading chapter five so far, walking in love. Mm, we, we did. We've covered walking in love this week at the start and we started looking at walking in the light. We'll actually unpack that a little bit more and move into um, what that all means today. So Lawson, can you just read for us, please? Walk in light, um, Ephesians 5 verses 8 to, 8 to 14, please. Absolutely. The Bible says, For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth, finding out what is acceptable to the Lord. And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. For it is shameful to even speak of those things which are done by them in secret. But all things that are exposed are made manifest by the light, for whatever makes manifest is light. Therefore, he says, awake, you who sleep, arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. Mm, wow, that's interesting, those last few lines too, isn't mm. it? How kind of, you know, what does that mean in some way? So I'm going to be unpacking that. But as you can as you can hear from what we've read, it's all about being children of light, not being in darkness. Not, and so think for ourselves, you know, what does darkness give us and what does light give us? What is the meaning of light and how and why do we need light and every mm. day? You're listening to The Breakfast Show. Contact us on 0491-064-669. And so what we find here in this passage of Ephesians 5, verse 8 to 14 especially, is that Paul particularly repeats this whole thing about being children of light, keep Mm. being children of light, keep being children of light. And he then packages that with the whole thing that we'd unpacked earlier um, in in the passages earlier above that in in five verses, you know, three to to five, especially where he says, you know, but fornication, uncleanliness, all those things are not of God. They are not of light. That is part of darkness. And so when we think of light, like I know the other day you were saying, uh, when we came I came on 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 air, you said, "Look, you know, I finally I, I wake up in the morning and there's light. It's not dark, That's right. and I love it, and it makes a difference, doesn't mm. it, to actually wake up to light? Yeah. What do you think of that? Yeah, absolutely. When again, when there's light, I actually have been taking your advice, Danuta. Oh. When I lay in bed uh, mm-hmm. and my alarm goes off, my alarm's just a but just by like I have a bedside table, but it's actually behind my head. My uh-huh. my room setup's a little bit weird. But my alarm goes off, and I reach up behind my bed, and I pull my phone down, and I've you know I've got sleep in my eyes, and it's early, <laughs> and I'm like trying to peel peel them open, you know that kind of thing. And I turn my flashlight on on, 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 on my phone, phone the, the torch on the phone, and just sit it there right beside my face, and just start thinking, and start praying, and you know getting ready Beautiful. to read my Bible. 
yeah. Because being exposed to the light, it ultimately, it gets our minds working. Yes. It gets us focused. Yes. It gets us going in a, in a very physiological sense. In every way. That's and right. And here we're talking about this in a spiritual sense. Absolutely. You know, combating darkness mm-hmm. with light. Because while it's dark, mm. you know, in my little illustration that I'm sharing yeah. from my own morning, while it's dark, I'm going to continue to sleep. Mm. I'm going to continue to do things that are like, I've slept all night. I need to wake up. I need mm. to get dressed. If I don't, I'm going to miss radio. <laughs> uh, I'm not, or I'm going to miss my devotions. Yeah. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be late. I'm not going to be on time. And so it's like, Hey man, I need to get up. I need to get awake and I need to be focused. I need to be doing the things that are conducive to me living, you know, the life that I'm responsible for, you uh, know, the, meeting the responsibilities that I have. And it's like, Oh man, if I have the light on, yeah. then it will enable me to do so. And so we see here while we stay in darkness Mm. in a spiritual sense Mm -hmm. we end up doing the things that aren't conducive for our our you know well-being for our responsibilities and particularly for our walk with god Mm. you know sin flourishes in Mm -hmm. darkness Mm -hmm. and uh, you can say all kinds of things like fungi and rot and those kinds of things they flourish in darkness they just they just grow and grow Mm. and grow when they're not addressed whereas what we are wanting is to be exposed to the light it actually puts our actions correct yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I love what you're saying with that because the thing is, you know, well, what are some of those actions? It's the fact that when we're tempted on something to go a certain mm-hmm. way, we say yes to that rather than praying through that yeah. or saying, God, help me in this space. Help me not to move in that direction because we know that the more we practice those particular things, um, you know, that we're tempted with, particularly, and he refers to those things of uncleanliness, covetousness, immorality, filthiness, the things mm. that we say, foul language and jesting and those sort of things, the you know, if we allow those things to start happening, we become immune to it. And so we move into that darkness. There's a depth of darkness that we move into more and more, don't we, as well? Mm. And so here's what he's saying is that you've got to, it's about being light and it's about calling. I love what he then also moves on to. He says, have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness mm. as well. So he's talking here also about the darkness of, you know, um, you know, not walking with Jesus because you're saying, you know, yes. you, you yes. turn the light on you actually go into your devotional time and that's the best thing to start the day with opening the bible that's why i love with what, what suzanne actually wrote to us earlier too that she quoted you know and memorized that that verse hmm. proverbs seventeen twenty two this morning um you know and 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 basically that that gives her you know just a fresh start to the new day and gives each of us a new and fresh start walking in the light with jesus because there's yeah. so many temptations that come our way through the day but also Paul takes it even further as well about the whole evil don't dabble in things that are evil and those things are the things we watch on TV the things we watch on internet the things that we listen to the kind of songs that we listen to it's also um, you know just a whole range of things and some people delve into spiritualism Ouija Mm. boards the occult those sort of things and Paul's saying here don't have 
anything to do with them. Yeah, and I think the motif of light being used here is to expose darkness. And, yes. and in a very literal sense, you know, when we, like, <laughs> when I say when we, uh, you know, I, I have a past as a non-Christian mm-hmm. and, you know, spending time in, say, a nightclub, like, there's a reason they keep the lights low. Mm. Um, because you are more, it's more conducive to participating in the kind of debauchery that takes place mm. in those kinds of things. Or, mm-hmm. or even furthermore, you know, there's a reason why, mm. um, you know, a, a brothel doesn't have advertising oh. out the front. You know, if you if you walk past a brothel, and 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 I say this because right next to my favorite favorite restaurant in all of Newcastle, it's an amazing uh, uh, it's an amazing Mexican restaurant, like literally next door. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, there's there's a brothel there, and it, mm. all the, all that's there is just a big red open sign, and oh. there's no there's no windows. There's no doors. There's mm-hmm. a, well, there's a door, um, but there's no signs, nothing like that, um, because it's like those kinds of sinful activities, they flourish mm. when they're not being exposed. Mm-hmm. And so when we see walk in light here, it's, it's like, yes, walk in the light that Jesus provides because he exposes sin. He oh. calls out what is right. And this is why it's so important to have a devotional life, oh, because when we it? read the Bible and we read verses like this, and it's just so clean and like clear and obvious, mm. like, don't do this. Don't, don't do that. Do we it. are yeah. our sin is being exposed to us. Mm-hmm. But then, furthermore, like it's also the importance of being, you know, within church community mm-hmm. and being around people. And, and mm-hmm. this is why confession is such a, a big aspect. Not that you know we're Catholic in the sense that we need to confess our sin. Uh, sins to the priest for forgiveness. We mm. confess our gins, sins to Jesus, but also the advice is given in the Bible. I think it's uh, Galatians where the Bible says, you know, confess your sins to one another and bear each That's other's it. burdens. Like they, it does come a time where there's need for practicality Absolutely. and for accountability mm-hmm. to go, hey, I'm really struggling with this. Mm. Like I need help. Mm. And once that knowledge is there, mm. then people can rally together and sin can be overcome together because all of, all of a sudden it's not flourishing in darkness, but it's being exposed to light. That's right. And also with that, the thing is, and you've touched on it already, Lawson, the fact that when we don't walk in the light, mm-hmm. we um, our actions and our behaviors you mm-hmm. know, and what we say, the thing is we are then responsible for other people's salvation because, you know, they, especially as believers, they know, and, and for ourselves, you know, you and I in mm. ministry, uh, even more so, the thing is that when people know that you are a Christian, when people know that you are a minister, mm. and then they see you do things that they know, even if they're not walking, you know, as a, in, not a, a strong a believer or a strong believer, but they know right from wrong, you know, they actually mm. go, why are you doing that? Yeah. They'll go, why are you doing that? And so the thing is, if they, you know, for them, if they see us doing that as believers, and this is what Paul is saying here to the new Gentile believers, they're saying, hey, you've now been grafted into the family of God. Mm. You've got others now watching you as well. And what is your behavior like? What are, what, are, what is what you're saying like? What are you mm. doing? Because their salvation is at stake by mm. what you are like. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because these are going like, well, if the, you know, they're not, they're not, um, representative of Christianity and I don't want that then. Mm. I don't want that. But if you're walking in the light and they'll go, there's something different about this person. I want to be like that person. What is it that you've got that makes you different? And then it opens up the conversations. 
then it's a completely different thing and we're leading on the path towards salvation, not not of ourselves, in and through Jesus Christ. Absolutely. And it's Jesus who said, you know, my mind goes to John 12, 35 and 36, where Jesus says to them, to his disciples, he says, for a little while longer, the light mm. will be among you. Walk while you have the light so that darkness will not overtake you. The one who walks in darkness does not know where yes. he is going. While you have the light, believe in the light so that you may become sons of the light and he's kind of commenting on the situation in which the disciples are about to go through and that is Mm. jesus's crucifixion Mm. and he's saying hey walk while you have the light that's right like like i am here with you i am the light of the world he said take those steps and it's what we actually see and what the the lessons that the disciples learn is rather than walking in jesus's light you know they often walk in the glory of themselves you know (laughs) oh who's the best disciple and whatnot and then i want to sit on this side i want to be the greatest that's right as soon as jesus is gone they crumble, yeah. they fall, they stumble. And so it's interesting here, you know, Jesus comes back and he will be with us, but there's this key, key passage here. We need to walk with the light. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. We're continuing our encounter with God Bible study time, but before we do, we're going to have our last quiz question so that you can go into the draw, have another chance to go into the draw for Friday for the Heroes Bible um, board game. Yeah, Heroes of the Bible, we want to give it to you absolutely for free. You just have to win the draw. And to win the draw this morning, you just have to, well, to, to get an answer into the draw, to get a chance in the draw, you have to answer these questions. And our last one here, fill in the blank. The Lord thy God in the midst of thee is blank. He will save, he will rejoice over thee with joy, he will rest in his love, he will joy over thee with singing. 0491-064-669 is the number of text if you know the answer to that one. Again, it was, the Lord thy God in the midst of thee is blank. 0491-064-669. Of course, you get that question correct. Win Heroes of the Bible, amazing board game that we want to give to you for free. 0491-064-669. And again, that's another song that I've got notes in my Bible around. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why I say it's really good to memorize them even through songs. If you find it hard to memorize scripture, Google some of the scriptures and see if you can find the songs to go with them. But hey, we're continuing our encounter with God time where we're doing our Bible study. We're looking at Ephesians 5 and we're talking about walking in the light and how important that is and and, and, you know, we did the distinguish, distinguish between darkness and light. Mm. We're going to keep going, unpacking that in verse 11. It says, and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. And I love how, actually, if I go back to verse, verse nine, where it says, the fruit of the spirit is all good righteousness and truth. That's the reason. Right mm. there, Paul actually gives us the reason why we ought to walk as children of light. Because it's all good and righteousness. And I think of um, Romans 12, verse 2, if we go, go there. In Romans 12, verse 2, it actually says, mm. we got that one there at all, Lawson? Romans 12, verse 2. Absolutely classic verse. Of course, Romans 12, verse 1. You know, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, that you give offer yourself a living sacrifice, uh, but, but presented by the mercies of God, wholly acceptable to the Lord, which is your reasonable service. Then it comes in verse 2. Mm. 
And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is good and acceptable and the perfect will of God. And that's it. See, again there, Paul says it's about, you know, being acceptable and perfect will of God. So in mm. other words, again, he keeps pointing out continually in all of his different books, um, as he's pointing out here in Ephesians, that it is all about the glory of God. And yes. when we walk in darkness and we, we take part in immorality, when we mm. lie, when we actually use filthy, you know, fil- uh, filthy language, jest and all those sort of things, we're not representing Christ. And in mm-hmm. any kind of way. And the thing is, you know, I love the fact that he says he exposed them. Now, you know how I said that sometimes I, I don't just have music notes in my Bible, but I've mm. also got dates. Mm. And I've actually got a date here, which I'm not going to read out. Mm. But I've actually got a date there of something that very much, you know, as a minister, one of the hard things sometimes is to that you, you're dealing with situations that you are aware of, but you don't want to let it out to others. Mm. Okay. And the thing is, though, so you pray for God to expose it somehow. And this was like massive. God really exposed the situation very clearly to a whole mm. lot of other people. And, and the situation, you know, was really quite hard. But the thing is that the trueness of these people was, was actually exposed. Mm. And I actually read this, this passage and particularly this passage, but this verse jumped out at me literally the next day, mm. literally the next day. And I've actually got the day marked there for me so for me my mind goes back to there and when I actually see that in Mm. my Bible it reminds me of the amazing miracles of God and how he does look after us Mm. no matter how painful a situation he is there with us as he was in the boat through the storm with the disciples he Mm. is there with us and I love the fact that that we have this mighty mighty God yeah absolutely and furthermore like in this passage in Romans 12 and verse 2 where it says but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove oh. what is good and acceptable and, and the perfect will mm, of God. As, holiness, we're talking, yeah. as we're talking about here, walking in light and yeah. being representatives of God's goodness and how that affects the people around us. Oh. It's, we have a responsibility have, yeah. to be representatives yep. of Jesus. And 100%. this is this is so key for us. I actually, I preached about this on the weekend. You know, the, the, the fact of the matter is we're actually God's best option. Mm. If you, if you didn't know this, now you know. You are God's best option to prove what is the perfect will mm-hmm. of God. You are a better option for God. And, and this is what we read in, in our passage last week, reading Ephesians chapter 4. You know, the manifold witness of God would be made known by the church. Mm-hmm. You are God's best option to express the love of God because yeah. you are living proof and evidence that essentially God can work to save sinners. He can change and transform their lives and he can cause unity amongst them. And he will ultimately take them, you know, renew them and take them to heaven. Like this Mm. is, you are the vessel by which God, God is the, like God's marketing strategy is through you. <laughs> God's mm-hmm. the way that He proves that He loves people, and it simply works through this. I actually I told this story in in my sermon that I preached last week. 
Uh, so I go to a university and at the university, they have a cafeteria and the cafeteria recently has gone through some major changes. Yeah, uh, and really it's, nice ones. And it's, yeah, we ate there yesterday and it's really good. It's, you know, shout out Seven at Avondale. Mm. Um, but previous to this, it was more based in the university. Now it's become its own entity. And so it's serving not only the uni, but the rest of the community as mm. well. It's running more as a for-profit business now. And it's beautiful and it's awesome. Uh, but, you know, previously, as it was in running in a kind of less professional capacity, um, there was lots of discussion around the calf and and the food that was there and um a lot of that discussion could be construed as as negative you know some negative feelings that people had Mm. towards the quality of the food Mm -hmm. and and i actually i met with someone last week to have lunch with them they worked in the school's company which is just across the road from the uni there and we met for lunch and i expected to you know, pick them up and take mm. them up to the calf. Mm-hmm. But instead they had cooked food for us. Mm. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And so I come there, I'm like, oh, why'd you cook food? I thought we were going to the calf. And they're like, oh, well, someone told me last year that the food's kind of really bad. So they were still going from the past <laughs> that, rather that's than right. the They were like, oh, the food's like not really good there. And I was like, oh, well, hey, actually, you know, they've just updated it all. It's it's under new management now. Uh, and the pizza there is amazing. Mm. They have vegan cheese that actually melts because they imported it from Italy mm-hmm. and they have all this, you know, and I was, I was telling them, it's like, oh, it's, it's really, really good. Um, and the person just looked at me and said, well, yeah, that sounds fantastic. We can go there next week. You know, we can, yeah. we can <laughs> next time, next time we meet up and have lunch together, we'll go up there. And the reason they had that response is because I am not paid by seven at Avondale. Like mm-hmm. I am not their marketing manager, yeah. although maybe they should pay me, uh, <laughs> but rather I am a customer. I have someone who's experienced the product. And then furthermore, you know, has had such a good experience that I'm willing to recommend it to someone who trusts me mm-hmm. because I am their friend. Mm-hmm. And you see, that means that I am actually the best option that seven at Avondale has for promotion mm-hmm. because, and this is something that, that because you know, you're marketers yeah. learn is the best advertising is word of mouth. If you can get mm-hmm. people talking about the product mm-hmm. because they've experienced it, mm-hmm. man, you, you just have people, your your success just goes up exponentially. And for God, it's exactly the same. Absolutely. He's in the position where he is like, you are my best option to market me because you've experienced me. And that I love what you're saying with that and because that's the key, isn't it? Because mm-hmm. you, you market it in that way, in your behaviour and with what you're actually saying and doing yeah. in every way. And that's why he says at the very end, awake you who sleep. Mm-hmm. He actually says, wake up. Uh-huh. So the fact that this is really important with what mm-hmm. you've just said, you know, it's that whole marketing exactly. is we are not, you know, in, 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 on, on earth, we are Christ, the example of That's Christ. Right. We are his marketers. Right. In, in, if right. I use that analogy to what you just mm-hmm. said about the pizzas and stuff like that, but he says, awake you who sleep, arise yeah. from the dead, and Christ will give you light. And that's why he's using here resurrection language. Right. He's saying this whole newness, this whole newness needs to be displayed to people so that they can move from darkness to light just yeah. as you have moved from darkness to light through me. That's right. And when we walk in light... This is when we are functioning as God's best marketers. Ultimate. At the ultimate, yeah. When we're actually showing people what God is like through us and our actions, this is exactly what God wants. And this is how people will be one to the truth, just as Jesus won them. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. 
But um, hey, Lawson, we're coming towards the end of our show. Mm-hmm. The pen- penultimate part. I'm going to use your part. Uh-huh. <laughs> but <laughs> penultimate part before we go to our next song and then the very uh-huh. ending of our thing. But we have actually want to give our answers for our quiz questions to our listeners, please, because we've had lots coming in today. So take it away, please. Yeah, absolutely. Let's get into some answers, guys. Firstly, who did the writer of Second John introduce himself as in the letter? As the elder of the church. He's writing mm. he's writing from, we believe, the Isle of Patmos to yep. his church congregation, of which he has been unfortunately exiled from the land of, you know, giving them some advice and telling mm. them what to do. And he was the last remaining apostle, really. He was the That's longest right. living one. And so in many ways, like with Elder, it could be the fact that he was old, because he was old, but also mm-hmm. the fact that he was you know, considered as highly respected because he was the oldest in the congregation. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. You know, he was an overseer. He had that uh, He had that position of one who was, you know, essentially running the leadership and overseeing mm. the functions mm. of the church. Um, out of Jacob's sons, whom did he describe as a fruitful bow by a well in Genesis 49? It was, and it was Joseph. Joseph, it, he was Jacob's favorite son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Of all the family, Joseph was the special one. Anyway, uh, that's my bit of singing today. That's amazing. <laughs> that's incredible. We're going to have to do a full cover. Yeah. Get, get my guitar out here. The musical. <laughs> In John's Revelation, who was found to be worthy to open the book with the seven seals? And it was the lamb's, mm. it was the lamb that was slain. I'm just thinking now. Mm. I love is that it passage. Andrew Peterson who sings the song, Is He Worthy? Is He Worthy? Yeah, that's beautiful such song. a beautiful song. And I love the words too that in verse 9 it says, You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals for you were slain. That's the reason why. Mm, Absolutely. Now we also have here, who named their wells, Essek, Sitna, and Rehoboth, an absolute genius because those names are amazing. (laughs) It was Isaac who did that. So we had had Joseph in here, we had Jacob, we had Isaac, a bunch of patriarchs. And then finally it was fill in the blank, the Lord thy God in the midst of thee is Mighty. Mighty. He will save. He will rejoice over thee with joy. He will rest in his love. He will joy over thee with singing. Guys, you've got those answers correct. Great work. Mm-hmm. Good hustle, you know, for, for, for working in there and, and, you know, getting those answers right. And particularly, you know, as we are finishing up, as we finish up our Bible study in Ephesians chapter five, we've been talking about walking in the light. Oh, yes. You know, being, being one who is, because this is the thing. I love what it says here. Walk in light because you become the sons of light. Mm-hmm. Um, that, you know, we, we talked about yesterday. Mm-hmm. It was actually part of our quiz, uh, that, Moses, he comes off the mountain. Oh, yes. His and there face was, shone. His face shone. Time spent with God made him look yes. different. Now, unfortunately, the people, some people are scared of him because of their, their sin, uh, really, because they had been participating in just an awful amount of sin. And th- there was, you know, some afraidness. I think that maybe it's good that when we spend time with Jesus in his word and whatnot, that our faces don't literally shine with light, but rather um, that our character does. Yes. And there are some responses that come from this. We talked earlier in our show about, unfortunately, in Pakistan, people who are trying to represent Jesus are literally being killed over mm. what they believe. Uh, but then on the same, in the same way, people are still being one in mm-hmm. places like Pakistan. People mm. are being one here in Australia um, because people are seeing the loving kindness of Christians that has been completely motivated and inspired by the God that they believe in. And the thing is persecution, like, you know, mm-hmm. we're talking about even in Pakistan, the Christians being persecuted, often even 
even persecution is such a hard thing, but when people are persecuted, often it can actually bring them even closer to God because mm. that's the that's the anchor. That's that's the only thing that can actually hold you through through the persecution, mm. isn't it? And we see, see that even in the stories in the Bible that were so many were persecuted, and you know Paul was persecuted, um, and and you know in so many ways, and yet he was just one of the he was the, the strongest one really there through um, through in those New Testament mm. times. One of those very strong heroes, as as our Bible game even points out, there's, there's heroes in the Bible, and he's one of those. Yeah, absolutely. He was someone who stood for God. Yeah. Um, and as a result, many people were blessed, and the, the gospel went out. He was truly the greatest missionary, and we have our existence as a church here in Australia to owe to all the way, well, ultimately to Jesus, but the work that Paul did, you know, crossing over into Europe and whatnot. Mm. And remember, talk faith, live faith, act faith, and you'll grow strong in Jesus Christ. God be with you till we meet again. God be with you till we meet again. More love to thee, O Christ. More love to thee. For being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1 800 Faith FM.